The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We've just had the playing of the national anthem, singing of the national anthem here at the ballpark in uh, Madison, Alabama, just outside Huntsville. This is Toyota Field. And probably the first game played on this field this season. The double-A uh, team will be opening their season in a week, we understand. Umpires are out, and the two head coaches are meeting to exchange lineups and exchange pleasantries with the umpires, maybe for the last time tonight. Jerry Myers in his first season as head coach at Middle Tennessee. Brad Bohannon in his sixth year as head coach of the Crimson Tide. His uh, assistants are Jason Jackson, Matt Rita, both have, win both have been with him for the entire six years. Hunter Morris is the other assistant. Jerry Myers' assistants are Kevin Nichols, Jason Steen, and the volunteer assistant is Mark Hilua. So for the Crimson Tide, it is a predominantly left-hand hitting lineup. In fact, the first five hitters in their lineup all bat from the left side. The final four hitters all bat from the right side. So uh, they have stacked them up that way. Middle Tennessee has no left-handed hitters in their lineup that I can spot right away. Unless maybe Missing one, let's see. No, Vitato bats from the left side. All the others uh, are right-handed hitters. Both pitchers are right-handed pitchers. Jalen Wirtz for the Blue Raiders and Jacob McNary for Alabama. We'll see McNary first. He pitched uh, one week ago tonight against UAB and came out with a 12-2 win. He went uh, five innings in that game and gave up only one run, allowing four hits, struck out four, and did not walk a batter. So McNary coming off a very good outing in the midweek game against UAB last week. Jalen Wirtz has started one game for Middle Tennessee, and that was early in the season against St. Bonaventure. He last uh, pitched on last Tuesday at Tennessee Tech on that uh, cold, cold night that I'm sure Chip Walters remembers. <laughs> but he, he threw uh, two innings, allowed two runs, and uh, only one of those was earned. He did have a couple of strikeouts, but he did give up a home run in that game. So Jalen Wirtz out of Gallatin, Station Camp High School, will be starting for the Raiders tonight and for the Crimson Tide. It is Jacob McNary. We'll give you uh, some information on McNary. McNary is 6'2", 205. He is a grad senior, so he has uh, been here a while out of Athens, Alabama. Game is being streamed tonight in case you're interested in watching the action on the uh, 
Huntsville Trash Pandas streaming uh, device on uh, YouTube, we understand. So just look for the look for the Huntsville Trash Pandas and uh, should be able to pick it up. Our umpires tonight, Caleb Debier will be behind the plate. Dustin Ragsdale will call the game at first. Brandon Foles will be at second base and Matthew Wilbanks will be the third base umpire as the Crimson Tide takes the field. First pitch coming up. We'll pause 10 seconds now for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. McNary taking his warm-up tosses with his catcher, Gassetti. The Crimson Tide infield will have Shelton at third, Jarvis at short, Johnson at second, and Williamson at first. In the outfield, Hamater, Pinckney, and Seidel left to right. And on the mound, Jacob McNary. 21 innings this season. He's allowed 30 hits, 12 earned runs, making his sixth appearance and sixth start. He has given up one home run, has walked only four, and struck out 15 in 21 innings. Opponents are hitting 353 against this right-hander. For the Raiders, it'll be JT Mabry to lead off. Mabry, Coker, and Jeremiah Boyd here in the first inning. Our vantage point a little bit down the first base side and I'm a little bit blocked out of the right field corner. The big scoreboard is out in right field, a little bit closer to the line than it is at home, but we do have a TV monitor in the booth here, so we might pick up anything we miss that way. The fences here are 326 down each line and 400 to straightaway center field. And we are set to go as Mabry strolls to the plate. JT is hitting 383. He saw his long hitting streak, uh, which was 18 games, come to an end in the final game of the Florida Atlantic Series on Sunday when he was 0 for 5. So he'll try to start a new streak tonight. And McNary's first pitch is in for a strike, and we're underway at 6.05, which was the announced game time. One strike to count to Mabry. He'll be followed by Coker and then Boyd. And a strike is called, and it's nothing in two. So McNary quickly out in front of Mabry, two strikes. And the pitch to the plate is low and outside. One and two. Outfield playing Mabry just about straight away. As is the infield. The one-two pitch, check swing, and he went around. Tried to hold up on an outside pitch, but committed. And that is a strikeout for McNary and out number one here in the first inning. And for the Raiders, Brett Coker, the shortstop, will stand in. Coker had a good series with the bat 
Down in Boca. Takes the first pitch low for ball one. Hit uh, 583 in that series with seven hits in the three games. There's a strike called, and it's one and one. Coker now at 387 for the season. One out here in the first inning. McNary's pitch is swung on and fouled over in front of the Alabama dugout. They're down the first base side. Raiders on the other side, and the Raider bullpen is down the left field line. The Alabama bullpen is over in left center. One and two the count. Coker swings and misses, striking out. That is out number two and strikeout number two for McNary here in the first inning. McNary came in with 15 strikeouts and 21 innings. So you wouldn't necessarily grade him as a strikeout pitcher, but he's gotten the first two Raiders on strikes. Here's Boyd, swing and a miss, strike one. Jeremiah, the designated hitter at 357. And the right-hander delivers outside for a ball, one and one. Swing and a miss, strike two to Boyd. So McNary is uh, threatening to strike out the side. He's ahead, one ball and two strikes. Agrawal hits sharply to third. Up with it is Shelton, and the throw across is in time. Boyd made good contact, hit it right at the third baseman, Shelton, for out number three. Raiders are up and down in order. Here in the first inning, no runs, no hits, and nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the first. Middle Tennessee nothing. Alabama coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Jalen Wirtz taking his warm-up tosses with his catcher, Briggs Rudder. As we go to the bottom of the first inning, Wirtz, 6'4", 205. He is a sophomore, Station Camp High School near Gallatin is where he played his high school baseball. He is 1-0. Wirtz making his sixth appearance and second start of the season. Started uh, an earlier game against uh, St. Bonaventure very early in the season. He's uh, 
thrown nine and two-thirds innings, allowed 11 hits, six earned runs. Earned run average is 5.59. He has given up three home runs, has walked four, struck out seven. Opponents hitting 282 against Jacob Wirtz. And that start against St. Bonaventure, when he got the win, he went five innings, allowed only one run on two hits. Here is Colby Shelton to lead it off for Alabama. First pitch comes in low for ball one. Shelton, a freshman, third baseman, hitting 329. First five hitters in the order, all bet from the left side for the Crimson Tide. Pitch misses for ball two, and it's 2-0. and oh. Shelton, Hodo, and Williamson here in the first inning. Wirtz pitches from the set position, and ball is popped up on the infield. Right on top of the mound, here comes Jennings, and the wind takes it, and it is misplayed. And Alabama has a gift hit here in the first inning. The wind is blowing at about 15 miles an hour out of the north. Jennings came in toward the pitcher's mound, and the wind kept blowing it out, and actually, the second baseman, Mabry, would have had a better shot at it. But Jennings apparently had called it all the way, so have to give Shelton a wind-blown hit on that. And he is at first base with nobody out. Here's Will Hodo. Takes a strike call, nothing in one. He's the DH. Hitting 343. Shelton, the runner at first. And the pitch to the plate is grounded to short. And that's going to be a 6-3 double play as Coker picked it up, stepped on the bag, and fired to first for the twin killing. For the readers, their 17th double play of the season. So a misplayed pop-up. No damage done. Double play wiped out that run. And a strike is called to Drew Williamson. First baseman, left-handed hitter. Batting with the bases empty and two outs here in the bottom of the first inning. Swing and a foul out of play. That goes to 0-2 on Williamson. He has eight home runs on the season. I think I said that was the Raiders' 17th double play. It's actually the 18th. Two outs, bases empty, and Wirtz pitch is fouled off to the left side. That is going to get out of play. Took one hop and foul ground into the stands. There's a lot of foul ground here down the first and third base sides and continuing into the outfield where it narrows uh, at a, uh, as the stadium juts out a little bit toward the foul line down both sides, actually down the left side a little bit more than the right. Two strikes the count on Williamson. 378 average for this left-handed hitter. Swings and misses, and that's going to retire Alabama in the first inning. Wirtz gets the strikeout. 
Gets a little help from his infield. No runs, one hit, and nobody left. We have completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee nothing, Alabama nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. (sighs) Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Go to the second inning with uh, a scoreless game. The temperature is 63 degrees. Skies are absolutely clear. Just see a couple of clouds scattered around. And the wind is uh, gusting out of the north at 15 miles an hour. Be blowing uh, out from, actually from left field toward center and right center. And it blew that pop-up in the first inning completely out of the reach of, uh, of Gabe Jennings. Fortunately, the Raiders were able to survive that inning. And Briggs Runner takes a cut at the first pitch from McNary and doesn't get it. And that is strike one. Ground foul rolling down the third base side. No balls and two strikes. Rudder, Galloway, and D.J. Wright here in the second inning for the Raiders. Jacob McNary on the mound. Pitched the plate, swung on, hit the right field, and well hit, but it's going to be taken out there by the right fielder, Seidel, moving toward the line. So that is out number one. Flagpoles here out in left center field. The flags are all at half staff. And that's in honor of those victims and the terrific shooting we had at a school in Nashville yesterday. There's a strike call to Jackson Galloway. Galloway hitting 280 has really brought his average up as he takes a strike and it's nothing and two. Jackson has hit safely in 11 of his last 12 games and has moved his average from 194 to 280 where it stands now. Takes pitch just a bit high for ball one. One and two. McNary has retired the first four Raiders he's faced in this game. Pitch comes inside, two and two. And the right.
right-hander winds and delivers. Swung on and missed, struck three. McNary gets his third strikeout and will face D.J. Wright with the bases empty and two outs. Jason Steen coaching at third base, Mark DeLua at first, and they've not had any business so far. There's a strike call to D.J. Nothing in one. Shadow of the stadium is uh, completely covered the infield and about three-fourths of the outfield. Right fouls this one off to the right, out of play. That's just the opposite as the uh, situation we have at home when the shadow creeps in from Floyd Stadium from the outfield to the infield. Here it's just the opposite. That pitch in the dirt outside rolling away and ball one to D.J. Wright. Top of the second inning, no score. Wright fouls it straight back, still one and two. Pretty good crowd here tonight. Alabama, of course, uh, has a great following anywhere you go in this state. And they've turned out so well. There was a long line waiting when we got here to uh, buy tickets and get in. Check swing and the pitch is outside. Two balls, two strikes to the Raider first baseman. Gabe Jennings would be next should Wright get on. McNary with the pitch. Swung on, foul down the right side and out of play. So DJ Wright seeing some pitches here in this at bat as McNary has retired the first five here in the second inning or in the ball game. First two in the second inning. Pitch, swung on a miss, strike three. Two more strikeouts for the Alabama pitcher, McNary. He has now fanned four in two innings. Nothing across for the Raiders. They go up and down in order, and we go to the bottom of the second inning. It's Middle Tennessee nothing, and Alabama nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Glad to have you with us tonight for Blue Raider baseball. Scoreless game as we go to the bottom of the second inning for Alabama, Jarvis, Hamater, and Johnson. They're 
four, five, six hitters to face Raider right-hander Jalen Wirtz. Here's Jim Jarvis, the shortstop. He's a senior, left-handed batter. 294 his average. And Wirtz for the first pitch. Comes in a bit low for ball one. The last time these two teams played back in 2020, Jarvis was a freshman starting shortstop for Alabama. Now he's a senior starting shortstop. Pitch high and outside, ball two. Two and oh the count. And works with the pitch line and stopped on one hop by Mabry. He'll get up and throw to first and get his out. Good stop by JT Mabry. I thought that ball was going through to right field. Mabry one hopped it down on his knee, got up, made a perfect throw to first. And Jarvis is out number one here in the second inning. And with one out, the batter is William Hamager, the left fielder. 346 his average. Wirtz comes low for ball one. Amateur, 5'11", 200-pound senior. He is a native of Tuscaloosa. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike to Hamater. The 1-1 one, one pitch swung on and missed. Changed speeds on him there and had him out in front. And the count is one and two. Enfield shaded a little bit toward the right for this left-handed hitter. It's not a drastic shift. There's a little tap. Fair ball picked up by Wirtz. Throw to first in time. And that's out number two. Little dribbler down the first baseline. Wirtz was able to handle it for the second out. So two up, two down in the second, and the batter is Ed Johnson, the shorts, the uh, Crimson Tide second baseman. He is the first right-handed hitter that Wirtz has seen. Johnson hitting 315 with three home runs. He is a senior. First pitch misses for ball one. And a ground ball up the middle. That is going to be through for hit past a diving Brett Coker. And the first uh, legitimate hit of the game for Alabama. They did have a wind blown single in the first inning. So two outs. Hit number two off Wirtz, and the batter is Andrew Pinckney, the center fielder. So you play the odds, you get the first five hitters, all left-handed hitters out, and the first right-handed hitter you see singles up the middle. Pinckney also hits from the right side. 
Johnson the runner at first with two down. And hit high in the air in the infield. You gotta watch the wind on this now. The pitcher's over and it's gonna drop. That is the second wind-blown single that we've seen in this game, both by the Crimson Tide. The runner with two outs was off and running. He goes all the way to third base and Pinckney is on at first with another wind-blown single. That ball probably went 150 feet in the air and 40 feet down the line after it dropped. And again, the pitcher was was there in the mix. Uh, first baseman D.J. Wright, nobody got a bead on it. Batter is Seidel, the right fielder. Runner on first goes, throw down to second, cut off, throw to the plate. They've got the runner hung up between third and home. Rudder gets it back to Jennings. Fakes and the tag will be made and Jennings puts the tag on Johnson coming down the line and that is out number three. So the old first and third steal, cut off, throw to the plate. The Raiders executed that perfectly. In the inning, no runs two hits and one man left on base. We've played two full innings, Middle Tennessee nothing, Alabama nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. You put away some drinks. Put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Take this game into the third inning, scoreless. And it's been a little bit of an oddity that Alabama has three hits. Two of them have not left the infield. They were pop flies that the wind took charge of, and the Raiders could not catch either one. So when you say a pitcher has got them popping up, that's usually a pretty good sign. Not necessarily tonight when there's a 15 mile an hour wind involved and the infielders having a tough time trying to get a line on the uh, on the ball. But anyway, scoreless after three, no harm, no foul. Gabe Jennings will lead it off. Jennings involved in that last play to end the second inning. Raiders executed the the cutoff play on an attempted steal with runners at first and third, and they caught the runner at third off, and Jennings, after Rudder got the ball to 
Gabe. Jennings ran him down and tagged him out between home and third. Strike call to Jennings, one and one. Raiders have not had a base runner yet in this game. Pitch misses outside, two balls and a strike. Jared Fitato waiting to hit next. Swing and a miss. And the count goes to two and two on Gabe Jennings. We're in the top of the third inning, no score. Jennings hits it solidly to the center field, but right at the center fielder, Pinckney, who will make the catch head high for out number one. One down here in the third. And Jared Vitato will step in. Did not see much action in the Florida Atlantic series. Jared is a left-handed batter. Only lefty in the Raiders starting lineup. Takes a strike call. He's hitting 294. And there is strike two, and it is nothing in two to Vitato. Swing and a miss, struck him out swinging. That's going to be the fifth strikeout for McNary. And with two outs, the batter is Eston Snyder. Snyder came off the bench in a pitch hitting roll at Florida Atlantic and delivered a clutch double in the eighth inning of the game Sunday. Pitch is a strike called, nothing in one. And that was his only appearance in the series. Earned him a starting spot tonight, though. There's a swing and a tap foul over by the dugout. Down the third base side, strike two. McNary winds and fires up high. Gave him a little chin music there, one and two is the count to Snyder. There's a swing and a miss. McNary has struck out two in each inning. Six strikeouts in three innings and has retired nine in a row. Nothing across for the Raiders in the third. We go to the bottom of the third inning. Middle Tennessee nothing, Alabama nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. 
News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the bottom of the third inning in a scoreless game. From the Toyota Field, home of the Huntsville Trash Pandas. Double A ballpark here. Just outside Huntsville, Alabama, actually uh, Madison, Alabama. First time the Crimson Tide played in this park and, and likewise, of course, for the Raiders. This is Tommy Seidel. He was batting during that rundown play that ended the second inning, so he gets a fresh count and grounds this pitch foul down the third base side. Fielded by Jennings, he'll return it to the mound. One strike to Seidel. He is a, a senior, 327 batting average. Seidel is out of the state of Florida. One strike to count. Works with the pitch, and that one's in the dirt. Outside, one ball and one strike. So Jalen has had to pitch around a couple of misplays on pop flies in the infield, but uh, he has been able to do that to his credit. Here's the 1-1 swing and a tap foul. That one caromed off his shoulder, and it's one ball and two strikes. Alabama started this baseball season with 14 straight wins. Their first loss was to Columbia. In fact, they lost two out of three in that series. Then beat uh, South Alabama before starting their Southeastern Conference schedule with uh, three games at Florida. Florida won two of those three, and then they hosted Kentucky last weekend, and Kentucky took two out of three from the Crimson Tide. Count of two balls, two strikes now to Seidel. Works with the pitch, pop foul out of play. Count holds at two and two. Gassetti, the catcher, will be next. Swung on, hit high in the air. And the right fielder, that's Vitato will come in and he'll make the grab. You have to kind of hold your breath whenever the ball's hit in the air, the way this wind is blowing. That is out number one here in the third. The grandstand extends all the way down the left field line. It juts out toward the foul line about uh, 30 feet from the foul pole, which is 326 away from home plate. Gassetti fouls the first pitch away. The grandstand down the first base side doesn't go that far. It will end uh, about 100 feet from the foul line. And it's also 326 down the right field line. There's a hill out there, and we've got a lot of youngsters out on that hill having a big time. Pitch is fouled out of play, and the count goes to 0-2 on Gassetti. He is a right-handed batter, hitting 306. 
and batting out of the number nine spot in the order. Jalen Wirtz locked up here in a nothing-nothing game in the bottom of the third inning. Pitch to the plate is a breaking ball and he struck him out swinging. And for Wirtz, that is strikeout number two. Out number two in the inning. The batter is Colby Shelton. He hit the first of those two infield pop-ups that dropped for a hit in the first inning. Works with the pitch, pops out of Rudder's mitt. It was outside. One ball, no strikes. Alabama will go over to Fayetteville, Arkansas this weekend to take on the Razorbacks in a three-game series. Raiders will be at home against Florida International. Pitch comes in low for ball two. 2-0 to Shelton. Freshman third baseman hitting 329. Raiders do shift against this left-handed hitter as a strike is called. Two and one. They're playing Mabry in short right field and playing Coker to the First base side of second base, shortstop, and Jennings is the lone infielder on the left side of the infield. Pitch is high for ball three. Count to Shelton goes three and one. Two outs, bases empty here in the third. And works with the pitch. Ball four. So that is the first walk allowed by Wirtz. And with two outs, the batter is Will Hodo. He's the designated hitter. Hit into a 6-3 double play in the first inning. Now the infielders back all in the infield. Runner at first, two outs. And the pitch is low and inside, ball one to Hodo. H-O-D-O, Will Hodo, sophomore. Check of the runner. Long look in, and the pitch swung on, hit to right field, Vita Toe coming over, and will make the play for out number three. So that is all in the third. No runs, no hits. There was a walk, one man left. Totals after three innings for Middle Tennessee, no runs, no hits, and no errors. And for Alabama, no runs, three hits, no errors. It is scoreless after three here in the state of Alabama. Take a break and be back. Fourth inning action coming your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the fourth inning, and this is the Wendy's inning. If the Blue Raiders get a hit during their half of the fourth inning, you have a chance to win a free Dave's single cheeseburger, courtesy of Wendy's. So we'll keep an eye on that for you. I think we only had one winner uh, in the three games in Florida. JT Mabry leads it off. Waves at the first pitch, doesn't get it, strike one. Jacob McNary, the right-hander, has retired nine in a row. There's a strike at the knees to Mabry. One ball, or no balls, two strikes. McNary ready to pitch. Pitch clock is run out. That should be a ball. This should be ball one now. First time we've seen the pitch clock in action tonight. One ball and two strikes. And the pitch to Mabry is low and outside, ball two. Two and oh. They reset the clock to 20 seconds when the ball is returned to the pitcher. The batter has to be in the box at the eight-second mark and ready to hit. Here's the pitch, and Mabry lines it past the second baseman into right center field, and he has got a windy single here in the fourth inning. First hit of the game for Middle Tennessee. So now we'll tell you how to get that cheeseburger in just a minute. Mabry at first base. So the Raiders have broken through with a base runner here. Let's see what Coker can do. Takes a strike at the knees, nothing in one. So JT Mabry trying to start a new hit streak. He had his 18 game streak snapped Sunday at Florida Atlantic. Pitches low, one ball and one strike. Coker takes it outside, ball two, two and one. The infield moved over to the left a little bit for Coker. Second baseman is playing closer to the bag at second than he would normally play. Does a ground ball hit in the hole, past where the second baseman would have been, and the Raiders have runners at first and third. 
Coker crossed him up. Second baseman was shaded way over towards second base, and Coker hit it right to the spot where the second baseman would have been had he been playing straight away. So Coker with a base hit. That's a good piece of hitting. Mabry all the way to third. First two hits of the game for the Raiders, and the batter is Jeremiah Boyd. Pitch to the plate, swung on, grounded, foul, past third. One strike to Boyd. Fly ball here deep enough to the outfield would get a run in. Alabama playing double play depth. That is, they shorten their shortstop and second baseman in about three steps. They would give up uh, a run for a double play here this early in the game. One strike to count to Boyd. And the pitch is low and outside. One ball and one strike. Jeremiah hitting 357. He is a fifth-year senior, a grad transfer from Presbyterian College. And he's been a big asset to the Raiders. There's a toss to first. Coker back. Coker likes to run. He's had more stolen base attempts than any Raider. Here's McNary's pitch, and he swung on and missed. But after a low outside pitch, and didn't get it. One ball and two strikes. Raiders threatening here in the fourth in a scoreless game. The pitch, low outside, good stop by the catcher, Gassetti. The count goes to two and two. Outfield straight away, left fielder's playing fairly deep. There's another toss to first, the runner back. Two balls, two strikes to Jeremiah Boyd. Runners first and third. Fly ball, left center field, and deep. I don't think anybody's going to get that one. That one, ladies and gentlemen, is out of the ballpark. And that is a three-run homer for Jeremiah Boyd. It will be his fifth of the season and tie him with D.J. Wright for the team lead in home runs. And the Raiders all of a sudden break out to a three-to-nothing lead. Boyd hit it deep to right center field, out by the uh, light standard, which is just to the left of the batter's eye. And that's a poke of close to 400 or maybe a little over 400 feet. Three runs, three hits for the top of the batting order here in the inning. And Briggs Rudder takes ball one on the next pitch from McNary. Rudder swings, hits this one high and deep into left field. Left fielder back, center fielder back, and the center fielder will make the catch up against the wall out in deep left center field. Pinckney took one away from Rudder. That ball was not going to get out, but it would have been extra bases had Pinckney not snatched it right off the fence in left center field. That's out number one in the inning. 
Here's Jackson Galloway, takes the pitch low for ball one. So the Raiders are leading three to nothing behind Jeremiah Boyd's three-run homer. There's a ball hit in the hole and backhanded by the shortstop. Throws a first, not in time. Galloway beats it out. That's an infield hit. Jarvis, the shortstop, did what he could do with it. He got in, got in the hole. He backhanded it, made the throw to first on one hop. But that was not going to get Galloway. So that is the fourth hit in the inning. That brings up D.J. Wright. D.J. struck out in the second. First pitch from McNary is low for ball one. Raiders with a three-run inning and still just one out. Throw to first. Galloway back. Boyd hit it out of the ballpark, and Rudder almost hit it out. He was robbed at the fence by a good catch from Pinckney, the center fielder. There goes the runner. The pitch is swung on, hit in the hole, a base hit. Galloway's going to have to hold it second as that ball was in front of him, and he could see it all the way. And D.J. Wright has a sharp single to left. Raider bats coming alive here in the fourth inning. First and second, one out. It's hit number five off McNary. And the batter is Gabe Jennings. Time called. We're going to have a visit to the mound from the Alabama pitching coach. So while we have a moment, we'll tell you that uh, Lightning's locker room is powered by textbook brokers. There's, they're the place to get all your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online on uh, MTSU gear.com or visit their Greenland Drive location. Oh, by the way, this is the Wendy's inning. So the Raiders got uh, a hit. They've had more than a hit in this inning. But you can text the word single to this number, 83200, and they will get back to you with a coupon for a free Dave's Single Cheeseburger, which can be redeemed at any Murfreesboro or Smunner Wendy's location. That's the word single to 83200 for a free single cheeseburger. Okay, we got that done. Everybody's lined up for lunch tomorrow. First and second one out. Here's Gabe Jennings. McNary's pitch, a strike call, nothing and one. Three runs and five hits in the inning. Galloway at second, right, the runner at first. And the pitch to Jennings, taken for a strike, nothing and two. Gabe came into the game hitting 247, but 22 runs batted in to lead the team. The pitch, swung on, hit to left field. Is it gonna get down? It will. The runner on second's on his way. Galloway will score, and the Raiders lead it four to nothing. Gabe Jennings with his 23rd run batted in. Drives in Galloway from second. D.J. Wright stops at second. 
And it's now a four to nothing game. Sixth hit for the Raiders all in this inning. Here's Jared Vitato. Takes the first pitch, first strike. Jared struck out in the third inning. He is the eighth man to bat here in the fourth. And the pitch to the plate swung on, hit right back to the mound. It goes to second for an out, over to first. That is a 1-6-3 double play, and that will get McNary and Alabama out of the inning. But not before the Raiders come up with four runs on six hits. And with the double play, one man left. We will go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Middle Tennessee four, Alabama nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Raiders leading four to nothing. Alabama will have the three, four, five hitters coming up against Jalen Wirtz here in the fourth. It'll be Drew Williamson to lead it off. Williamson struck out in the first. A left-handed batter, one of two Alabama players who started for the Tide back uh, the last time these two teams played in 2020. Wirtz ready to work. And the pitch is taken for a ball. He shortened up as if to bunt. Raiders are shifting against this left-handed batter now with Jennings, the only infielder on the left side. Mabry playing in short right field and Coker to the right side of second base. There's a strike call. One ball, one strike to Williamson. He's out of Bruton, Alabama. 6'4", 225, and a fifth-year senior. Works with the pitch, swung on, a little tap down the first base side. Fair ball, D.J. Wright will field it, step on the base, all in one motion. And that is all for Williamson. One out in the fourth. The batter will be Jim Jarvis. Raiders have got some pitchers throwing in the bullpen. So Wirtz may be on a pitch count 
or short string. This is a midweek game. There's a ball hit to right field. That's a base hit. As Vitito feels it, gets it back in, and Jarvis has a one-out single. That'll be hit number four for the Crimson Tide. Jack Julian, Patrick Johnson. Loosening up in the bullpen. With one out, a runner at first, here is William Hamater. He hit back to the mound and was thrown out by Wirtz back in the second inning. Takes the pitch low for ball one. Jarvis, the runner at first with one out. Jalen Wirtz on the mound. The pitch, way high and outside, ball two. Not a drastic shift for this left-handed hitter, although Coker is shading him toward second base. There's a big hole on the left side of the infield. Two balls, no strikes, throw to first, and back in there is Jarvis. Lights are on here at uh, Toyota Field. Another toss to first. 63 degrees at game time. Going to get down into the uh, upper 50s probably by the time we're done here. Pitch the plate, hit into right center and deep. Long run for Snyder. It's off the fence and rolling back into center field. They're going to wave the runner home. Throw coming in, and that's going to be a triple for William Hamilton. And a run batted in. That will make it a four to one ball game. So Hamilton, with the ball hit deep to right center field and off the wall out there. And then it caromed back to just about where Snyder was would normally play, so he had to chase it all the way back down into center field. By the time he got it in, Jarvis had scored, and Hamilton was at third with his first triple of the season. And here's a ground ball hit in the hole to left, and another run is going to score. This is Johnson swinging at that first pitch, drives in Hamilton, and it's now a 4-2 to two game. So the bats on both sides are beginning to come alive here in the fourth inning. The batter is Pinckney, the center fielder, who made that really good catch of a ball hit by Briggs Rudder. Runner leads from first, the pitch low outside, ball one. So two hits, or three hits, two runs in the inning for Alabama. One ball, no strikes to Pinckney. Works with the pitch. Misses inside for ball two. 
2-0. and Right-hander checks and delivers. Foul outside the bag at third. Got around a little bit out in front of that one. Hit it solidly, but just to the left of the third base bag. Two balls and one strike. Each team now with six hits in the game. Raiders leading four to two. Two and one the count to Pinckney. Swing and a ground foul past third again. About the same spot. Count goes to two and two. Make your plans now to come out to Reese Smith Field this weekend. The Raiders will be at home for three against Florida International. Six o'clock Friday night for first game of the series. Wirtz ready for the 2-2 pitch, and it's hit in the hole, a base hit to left field. Four straight hits by Alabama here in the fourth, taking a cue from the Raiders top of the inning. And now runners first and second with one out. It's hit number seven off Wirtz. And the batter is Tommy Seidel, the right fielder. Time call, Jerry Myers will make the trip to the mound and maybe make a sign to the bullpen because uh, he's had two pitchers warming up out there for most of the inning. And there is the call to the bullpen. So a pitching change is coming up. We'll take a break, tell you about the Raiders' new pitcher when we come back. The Raiders leading 4-2, to two, but making a pitching change here in the fourth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. New pitcher for the Raiders is Patrick Johnson. Freshman started the Friday night game against uh, Florida Atlantic. Pitched two innings, gave up four runs and they were all unearned due to an error in the first inning. 
Gave up two hits, four runs, no walks, and no strikeouts for Johnson in his last outing. In fact, uh, but for a missed uh, double play ball in the first inning, he would have been out of the inning with no runs scored at all. And then, wouldn't you know it, a grand slam home run followed. So Patrick Johnson is on to pitch. He's one of three Johnsons on the roster. Patrick is 6'2", 185, a freshman from Chattanooga, played at the Baylor School there. He will inherit two runners, and there is one out here in the fourth inning. Wirtz got the first batter in the inning on a little roller to first base and then four straight hits. A single, a triple, single, single. So here is Seidel, right-handed hitter. Johnson steps off the mound for some reason. Now we're ready. Runners lead at first and second. Raider infield would love to have a ground ball they could turn. Get out of this inning. Pitches outside, ball one. Gassetti, the catcher, would be next. We're in the bottom of the fourth inning. 4-2, Middle Tennessee leading. Pitch misses for ball two, and it's 2-0. Just after the top of the hour, we'll get you a station break here in a second. Two balls, no strikes. And track one is called. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Blue Raider Network. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. 2-1 the count to Tommy Seidel. Runners first and second. There's ball three outside. He's in danger of loading them up here. Raiders broke out for four runs in the top of this inning, but Alabama's come out to score two, and they've got the tying runs on base. And a 3-1 count as Johnson delivers. Swung on, fly ball right field, beat it to back on the warning track. Can't get it, it's off the wall. One run will score, and the second runner will stop at third. That will be a double for Seidel, and will make it a 4-3 to three game. I just missed the replay. Can't get used to having a screen in front of me. So we'll see how they rule that. 
Here is Gassetti. Takes a cut at the first pitch. Doesn't get it. Strike one. This will be a double for Pinckney. That scored Johnson. And over to third. I'm sorry, it scored Pinckney and over to third. Johnson, there's another ball hit into the outfield. Out in right center, it's going to be Eston Snyder to make the catch. The runner tags, and both runners are going to advance. So another run is in. And over to third is Seidel. Be a sacrifice fly and a run batted in for Mac Gassetti. The game tied at 4-4 and a runner at third with two outs for Colby Shelton. The leadoff batter takes the first pitch, strike call. Patrick Johnson in relief of Jalen Wirtz here in the fourth. Pitching out of the stretch, ground ball. Mabry on the outfield grass has it over the first in time. That will retire the side. Alabama sends eight men to the plate in the fourth inning, and four of them cross the plate. So four runs on two, three, four, five hits, and one man left. We have completed four full innings here in Huntsville. It is Middle Tennessee 4, Alabama 4 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Got a new pitcher or for Alabama. Number 19, we'll give you some word on him. Zane Propst. Probst, Probst. So the start of McNary goes four. We'll give you some numbers on him in just a second. Probst, P-R-O-B-S-T.
a right-hander taking his warm-up tosses. Anytime a new pitcher comes in, they give him a little extra time. 6'4", 215, a junior out of Pennsylvania. He is a transfer from Seton Hall. And he will face Eston Snyder to lead off the Raider fifth inning. Probst with the pitch, and it's a ball inside. Probst apparently, oh, there he is, making his ninth appearance. 1 0 with a 1.17 earned run average. Swinging a foul, 1 1. He's pitched seven and two thirds innings in relief, six hits, one earned run, four walks, 12 strikeouts. So he is a strikeout pitcher. It's a strike down. It's one and two to Eston Snyder, who struck out back in the third off the starter, Jacob McNary. Pitch is swung on a miss, right three. Snyder down on strikes for out number one. McNary went four innings, allowed four runs, all earned on six hits. Did not walk anybody and struck out six. And Probst is on here in the fifth. Here's JT Mabry, got the Raiders' first hit. Got that big inning started with a single leading off the fourth inning. Takes the first pitch, popped out of the catcher's mitt. Ball one. Probst, right-hander, kicks and fires. A swing and a foul straight back. One ball, one strike. We are in the fifth. There's a strike call, and the count goes to one and two on J.T. Mabry. A swing and a miss. Might have foul tipped that one. Caught by the catcher. That is out number two in the fifth inning. Back-to-back strikeouts for the new pitcher, Probst, right-hander. The batter is Brett Coker. Singleton scored in the fourth after striking out in the first, and that one brushed him on the left side, left sleeve. That will go in the books as a hit by pitch. Coker at first with two outs. And here is the home run man coming up. This is Jeremiah Boyd, three-run Shot in the fourth inning. Put the Raiders on top. It was a brief lead as this game is tied now at 4-4. Pitch high to Boyd, ball one. Lights beginning to take effect now as darkness settles over North Alabama. The pitch. Swung on, just fouled it off the, got it on the tip end of the bat, fouled it over by the Alabama dugout. Count goes to one and one on Boyd. 
Home run gives him five on the season, and the three RBIs ups his RBI total to 21. That's second on the team to Gabe Jennings. Throw to first. Coker back. Two outs in the inning, runner at first. Swung on, hit in the air, foul down the right side. Everybody a long run, and nobody can get there. Count goes to one ball and two strikes to Jeremiah Boyd. Left fielder Hamaker playing him deep in left field. Center fielder also back a couple of steps. Ground ball to short. Picked up by Jarvis. Throw to first in time, and the inning is over. Boyd grounds out short to first. And in the inning, no runs, no hits, one man left. And we are halfway home from Alabama. Middle Tennessee four, Alabama four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom of the fifth inning in a 4 4 ball game. Middle Tennessee and Alabama Crimson Tide. Patrick Johnson finishing up his warm-up tosses. The Raiders have lost five straight to Alabama in this series. Last Blue Raider win was in 1996, 4-3. Prior to that, they had lost seven straight, so they've lost Twelve of the last 13 to the Crimson Tide. Luke Benson has come into the game to play center field. I don't know if Snyder moved over to right. He did not. Pitch comes in low for ball one to Will Hodo. 
Odo is grounded into a double play and fly to right. Johnson ready to work. And a strike called on the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Each team scored four runs in the fourth. As the ball hit to left field, Galloway charging, and he'll make a running catch, running toward the foul line in left field, and that is out number one in the fifth. That will bring first baseman Drew Williamson to the plate. He is 0 for 2. Williamson has struck out and grounded out. They will shift for him. Grand ball right side picked up by Wright. He'll toss to the pitcher covering, and that is out number two. D.J. Wright to Patrick Johnson covering the bag, and that's a quick two outs for the Raiders. The batter is Jim Jarvis. Jarvis single to start the rally for Alabama in the fourth inning. Came around to score. He is one for two. Again, a left-handed hitter. They don't shift. Uh, they play him straight up in the infield. Because he can spray the ball around, apparently. Pitches outside, ball one. They've been shifting a lot with the dead pull hitters, left-handed hitters. Not so to Jarvis. Here's Johnson's pitch. It's taken for ball two, a little bit upstairs. Two and oh, the count. Hamater waiting to hit next. Johnson's pitch, swung on, grounded, past the mound, into center field for a base hit. Johnson tried to get the glove down and stabbed that one going by, but it got past him right back over second base and into center field. He actually had the glove around behind his back trying to stop it. So that's the second hit for Jarvis. He's at first base, two outs. That's the second hit off Johnson. And the batter is Hamater. He had a base hit in that big fourth inning. Two outs, runner at first. Throw over there and the runner back. The Huntsville Trash Pandas will be starting their season next week, we understand, in this beautiful ballpark. There's a ball hit high in the air to left center field. Long run out there for Benson, and he got it. Luke Benson, who just came into the game in center field that uh, in that inning, makes a running catch out in deep left center field to take one away from Hamater. So that is all in the fifth. No runs, a hit. 
and one man left. We have completed five full innings. It is Middle Tennessee, four Alabama, four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey, gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of (laughs) P-I-Z-Z-A? Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we go to the sixth inning in a 4-4 game. Luke Benson made a nice running catch out in center field to retire that last batter. Hamater to end the fifth. Briggs Rudder will lead it off for the Raiders here, and he hits one deep to center field. That'll back the center fielder up, but he's got room out there, and Pinckney will make the catch for out number one. He had earlier robbed uh, Briggs of an extra base hit out in left center field. So one pitch, one out here in the Raiders' sixth inning. Here's Jackson Galloway. It's one to the right side. Second baseman scoops and throws and just got him by a step. Galloway, good speed going down the line, but can't outrun the baseball. Two up, two down in the sixth. That's two pitches, two outs. The batter is DJ Wright. DJ takes a strike call. He had a base hit in that big fourth inning. In fact, the Raiders have not had a hit in any inning but the fourth. Pitch just outside for ball one, one and one. And in that fourth, they put together six hits for their four runs off the starting pitcher McNary. Pitch outside to right, and it is two and one. DJ set out all of last season, injured. Tommy John surgery required, and pitch comes outside ball three. DJ not only a position player, but also has pitched some for the Blue Raiders and did a lot of pitching in junior college and uh, high school. The 3-1, swung on and missed, and the count goes full.
Two outs, bases empty. Three and two to D.J. Wright. Zane Probst delivers low, ball four, and he lost it. So the Raiders pick up their first walk of the game. Wright will take his station at first base, and the batter is Gabe Jennings. Gabe also had a hit and drove in a run in that big fourth inning. That was his 23rd RBI of the season. Runner goes, the pitch swung on and missed. Throw to second base is in time. And Wright thrown out trying to steal. That was a nice throw by the catcher, Gassetti. And that will end the inning for the Raiders. No runs, no hits, and nobody left on base. We will go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Middle Tennessee four, Alabama four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Have a pitching change for the Blue Raiders as Patrick Johnson's day is through. And Jack Julian will come in from the bullpen. Julian has not seen much action this year. He's pitched uh, if I can find him. He's pitched in two games, a total of one inning, and has given up four hits and seven runs. So he is uh, looking to improve on those numbers as he checks into the game as the third Blue Raider pitcher. Jack 6'4", 225, a sophomore out of Hickson, down in the Chattanooga area, played at Hickson High School. Here's Ed Johnson to lead it off. Johnson takes the pitch, four ball one. Johnson two for two, singled in the second, singled and scored in the fourth. He is the second baseman. Shows bunt, steps back, pitches a call strike. One ball, one strike. Johnson, the number six hitter in the order. 
Strike two called, and the count goes to one and two. Julian with the pitch, ground ball to short. Coker charges, and a throw across in time for the out. Julian gets the first batter on a ground ball to short. That will bring up Andrew Pinckney, the center fielder. Pinckney also two for two. Julian with the pitch, swung on, hit in the air to center field and deep. Benson back near the wall, and that one is gone. Pinckney with a deep drive to center field. Ball goes out just to the left of the batter's eye, and that will make it a 5-4 lead for Alabama. Or Pinckney, his third home run of the season. The batter is Tommy Seidel, who takes the first pitch for ball one. Julian with the next pitch right in there for a strike. strike to Tommy Seidel. Ground ball in the hole, base hit to left. Seidel takes a big turnaround first, returns to the bag, and that's his second hit. And overall, the 11th hit for Alabama. Runner at first, one out for Mac Gassetti. Catcher has struck out and flied to center. He's the number nine hitter in the order. Pitch is a strike at the knees, nothing in one. Blue Raider infield would like to see a ground ball. They have turned one double play tonight. That came in the first inning. It's a ball. Turned on it a little too soon, hit it out of the ballpark, foul, left side, and the count goes to 0-2 on Gassetti. That wind still blowing straight out of the north and at a good clip. It was 15 miles an hour when we started the game. Has a little tap off the end of the bat. The only play will be to first, and the runner's going to third, and the throw over there, he's going to be out. That's going to be a weird double play. The runner at first, Seidel, tried to go to third on that little ground ball to the pitcher. That'll go one to three to five for the double play. And the inning is over. One run, two hits, nobody left. We have completed six innings here in Huntsville and Alabama leading five runs on 11 hits and no errors for the Raiders. Four runs, six hits, no errors. Five to four. Alabama on top after six innings of play. Back with more on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. And a new pitcher on for Alabama is Aiden Moza. M-O-Z-A, Moza. Making his second appearance of the season. He has pitched only two-thirds of an inning up until tonight, giving up one run and two hits. So Moza is on to do the pitching. 6'1", 185, a sophomore from Dallas, Georgia. He is a transfer from UAB. He'll face Gabe Jennings leading off for the Raiders here in the seventh. And the pitch to the plate, low and outside, ball one. Jennings. Vitato and Benson here in the seventh inning for the Raiders. There is a strike called. It's one and one. So Moza getting a chance to show what he can do here in the middle of a tight ball game. Alabama leading five to four. Pitch is high. Ball two, two and one. Gabe Jennings has flied to center and singled. Drove in a run with that single in the fourth inning. Pitches low, ball three. Three and one. Outside ball four, and Jennings has a leadoff walk here in the seventh. Second walk the Blue Raiders have received tonight. And the batter will be Jared Vitato. He has struck out and grounded into a double play. Pitch swung on, hit back to the mound. Throw to second out, throw to first out. Vitato has hit into two double plays exactly alike. One, six, three. Pitcher to short to first. So, mark up two of those for Alabama tonight. One, six, three double plays. And with two outs, the batter is Luke Vincent. 
Takes a strike, nothing and one. Batting for the first time in the game. Benson did not start, came in as a defensive replacement. Which is outside. One and one. Luke hitting 294 on the season. Had a pretty good series down in Florida and hits this one deep into right center field, but not deep enough. Center fielder Pinckney is over to make the catch for out number three. Well, the inning started with a walk, but uh, then a double play and a fly ball, and all of a sudden we are going to the bottom of the seventh inning. With the score, Alabama five, Middle Tennessee four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. We go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Raiders trailing five to four. Colby Shelton will lead it off for Alabama. He is their leadoff hitter. And batting for the fourth time, takes the first pitch for ball one. He is single, walked, and grounded out. Shelton looks at ball two. They play him as a pull hitter with Mabry playing in short right field. And Coker on the first base side of the bag at second. There's a strike call. And of course that leaves Jennings as the only infielder on the left side of the infield. And he's playing not quite where the shortstop would play, but close to that. There's a swing and a miss. One ball, I'm sorry, two balls, two strikes to Shelton. Shelton, Hodo, and Williamson here in the seventh inning for Alabama. There's a shot in the right, one hop to Mabry and the throw to first in time. Now the shift prevents a hit in that case as Mabry throws out Shelton 4-3. Major leagues are not allowed to do that this year. That's a change in the rules, but not so in college baseball. Here's Will Hodo, another left-handed hitter. 
And the pitch is outside for ball one. Now, Avery is playing a normal second base. He may be one step back on the grass. And Coker is playing to the left of second base, which is kind of standard for a left-handed hitter. Ball two is outside to Hodo. He's hitting to a double play and has flied out twice. And Jack Julian with the pitch grounded in the hole, a base hit. That between Mabry and Coker. So Hodo picks up his first hit of the game. Third hit off Julian. And the batter is Drew Williamson. 0 for 3. He's grounded out twice to D.J. Wright and has struck out. Julian out of the stretch, and there's a bunt. Rudder's got it, throws to first and gets his man, and down to second goes Hodo. I think he was bunting for a hit, but we're going to give him a sacrifice because it moved the runner up. Rudder picked it up right in front of home plate and gunned it down to DJ for the second out. So two outs. Hodo now at second base for Jim Jarvis who's had singles his last two at-bats, two for three. And the pitch to the plate is taken for a strike, nothing in one. Getting a little late in this game, and the Raiders trailing by a run, 4-3. The pitch. Just missed the knees. One ball, one strike. The Raiders scored first in all three games in Florida, but were not able to win. And they scored first here tonight. And now they trail by a run. Pitches a strike called, one and two. To score first is always a good thing, but uh, you have to maintain that lead. Pitch swing and a miss, struck him out. And the inning is over, that is all in the seventh. Alabama comes up with one hit, no runs, a hit, one win left. We have completed seven full innings. It is Alabama five, Middle Tennessee four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. 
The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. As we go to the eighth inning, a new pitcher on for Alabama is Riley Quick. He's a big, tall guy, 6'6", 260. He's a freshman out of Trussville, Alabama. And he will pitch to the top of the batting order. Quick making his eighth appearance. He is 0-1, 3.72 earned run average, has one save. Has pitched nine and two-thirds innings, allowed 11 hits, four runs, all of them earned. He has walked eight, struck out 14, has allowed one home run, and opponents hitting 275 off Riley Quick. Here's JT Mabry to lead it off. JT with a single and a run scored in three trips. Swings and misses at the first offering from Quick. No balls, one strike. Raiders down by a run here in the eighth inning. Pitch swung on and missed, strike two. This has really been an odd game because the Raiders have had six innings where they have been shut out with no hits. And in the one inning, they got six hits and four runs. And Mabry has just struck out swinging for the third time in the game. Mabry down on strikes, one out. Here's Brett Coker. He has struck out, singled, and been hit by a pitch. One out in the eighth. And pitch by Quick is low for ball one. Jeremiah Boyd on deck. Getting late in the game. And a ground ball up the middle. Shortstop Jarvis has it, throws to first, got him by a step. Nice play by the shortstop Jarvis. Thought that one might get through. 6-3 put out for out number two, and the batter is Jeremiah Boyd. Boyd has grounded out twice in between. He hit a three-run homer that came back in that big fourth inning. Quick with the pitch. It's inside. Four ball one. Boyd is a catcher by trade. He's been the DH most of the season. He's been behind the plate a few times for the Raiders. Low and outside, ball two. Raiders have only four outs left in this game. There's a little tap. Pitcher off the mound. Quick will get it, throw to first, got him. And that's a quick one, two, three inning for quick. Play goes pitch to first or the third out. Nothing across in the eighth inning. Three up and three down. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. And it is Alabama five, Middle Tennessee four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning with the Raiders trailing five to four. Jack Julian will start his third inning of work. He will face Hamater, Johnson, and Pinckney. Pinckney touched him for a home run back in the sixth inning, and that's the difference so far in this game. Each team scored four runs in the fourth inning. Pinckney's home run in the sixth put Alabama up five to four, and that's where we stand as Hamilton steps in to lead it off. One out of three tonight. Jack Julian on the mound for the Raiders. Pitches way outside, ball one. See somebody throwing in the Raider bullpen, but that's a long way away. Pitches a ball outside, two and oh. Mr. Gross gonna put the glasses on and see if he can pick out a number. Ball three, no, that's ball four. That was one behind. And that's a leadoff walk on four pitches to Hamater. That is only the second walk given up by Blue Raider pitchers tonight. The batter is Ed Johnson, second baseman, two out of three tonight for Johnson. Time call, Jerry Myers is making a trip to the mound. James Sells throwing in the bullpen. And we might have a call here. Yep, and we're gonna have a pitching change. So the Raiders making a call to the bullpen. We'll take a break, tell you about our new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm gonna bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. 
Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. So it's going to be uh, right-hander Ollie Akins coming in. James Sells had been also throwing in the bullpen. He's still out there. So Akins will come in to take over the pitching duties here in the eighth inning with a runner at first and nobody out. Ollie is a freshman from Sweetwater, Tennessee. McMinn County High School. And he has at times looked look very good. Uh, making his fifth appearance, he has started two games. An earned run average of 3.27. He's pitched 11 innings, given up 13 hits, four earned runs, has walked four, struck out 10. And he is on here in the eighth inning. Runner at first is Hammeter. And the batter, Ed Johnson, right-handed hitter. Akins, the right-hander, ready to pitch, and it's a ground ball to short. Coker up throws to second, safe. Mabry dropped the ball. With the runner going, Coker had to make a quick toss to second, which he did, and Mabry dropped it. So that is an E4. And that is the first era of this game. Breather team. Runners first and second with no outs. The batter is Pinckney, who homered back in the sixth inning. He shortened around the bunt, apparently did not offer. did not put a strike up on the board, nor did the umpire raise the right hand, so that's ball one. First and second, no outs. Butts the ball, he's got it. Ankins throws to third and safe. Apparently the Runner beat the throw. I thought he had him at third, but I think Coach Myers thought the same thing. The throw could have pulled Jennings off the base. Blue Raider skipper and the third base umpire are conversing halfway down the third baseline. We have not seen a replay on that. The bases are loaded with nobody out. That will simply be a fielder's choice. And the runner, Hammeter, apparently beat the throw to third. There's been a walk. 
and an era two fielders choice at bats in the inning strange inning and a tough inning for the freshman Ollie Akins and he is going to come out and it will be James Sells to come in so Akins Although he did walk the leadoff batter, deserved a little better fate than he got. And the bases are loaded with no outs. We'll give you some numbers on James Sells. Making his 10th appearance. He has a one and two record, 6.20 earned run average. 24 and two thirds innings. He's allowed 31 hits, 17 earned runs. Walked 10, struck out 18. And James Sells coming in in a pretty tough spot. He's out of Winchester. Played his high school baseball at Tullahoma, Tullahoma High. 6'1", 180, a sophomore. So Akins, although he faced only three batters, is responsible for all three of those runners out there. top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS. Murfreesboro Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Nick Palmer with you from the AA Park in Madison, Alabama. Home of the Huntsville Trash Pandas. Tonight, it's Alabama against Middle Tennessee. The bases are loaded, no outs for the Crimson Tide. Tommy Seidel, the right fielder, is the batter. He's had two hits and three trips. That's from the right side. The Raiders have the infield pulled in. They'd like to cut off that run at the plate. And he hits a foul ball out of play. Outfield still playing normal. Sells will try to induce him to hit something into the ground. And the pitch high. One ball, one strike. Seidel stands in with a 1-1 count. And Sells with the pitch. Shot in the right field, a base hit. One run will score. They'll hold the bases loaded as the throw comes in. And it's a 6-4 game. That will score Hamater from third. And Seidel gets his second RBI of the night. Sharp single. Had they not been playing in, might have had a chance, but the base is loaded. Have to do that. Here's Cassetti, the catcher. Pitches outside, ball one. He's 0 for 3. That was the 14th hit for Alabama tonight. They lead now 6 to 4 in the eighth inning. 
Pitches a strike called one and one. As it stands now, Julian would take the loss. He gave up the home run to Pinckney that broke the tie in the sixth inning. There's a little number back to the mound and sells, falls down and can't handle it. I think he got in too big a hurry to pick it up. He had an easy play at the plate. That runner scores. That will. That may they may charge an error on that. I think they have E1. Bases are still loaded with no outs, and now the top of the batting order up. Shelton takes the pitch outside. Ball one. Seven to four. Shelton has a wind-blown single. He's one out of three. Ball two is outside, two and oh. Pitch is swung on and fouled straight back. Two balls on a strike to Shelton. Shelton, a freshman out of Lithia, Florida. Takes a pitch outside for ball three. The count goes to three and one. Sells out of the stretch. And ball four is low, and he has walked in a run. And the parade around the bases continues. It is now eight to four. Now both of those runs are charged to Aikens. The first run was charged to Julian. There's a ground ball. Mabry picks it up on the outfield grass, throws to first in time. But the runner on third side will come in to score. And Hodo will get an RBI on a ground out. And now we have runners at second and third with one out. And the batter is Williamson. It is now nine to four. Pitches a strike called. Williamson, the eighth man to bat in the inning. Four runs have scored and they got two more in scoring position. Pitch skips up there and blocked by runner. One ball, one strike to Williamson.
Sells comes set. Ground ball to right, but foul outside the line. One and two. Sells ready to pitch. And a check swing. Did he go? Nobody asked. I think I would ask on that. Two balls, two strikes. And a pitch. Ground ball. Mabry in short right field will pick it up and throw to first to retire Williamson. But another run comes in. Scoring from third was Gassetti. And over to third goes Shelton with two outs. The batter is Jarvis. He is the ninth man to bat in the inning. It is now 10 to four. Jarvis takes a pitch for ball one. Jarvis tonight has two out of four. Both singles. Shelton the runner at third. And the pitch misses for ball two. Raiders in the ninth will have four, five, six hitters coming up. There's a strike, two and one to Jarvis. In a tough eighth inning, and it started with a walk. Swing and a foul out of play. Two balls, two strikes. A walk, an error, a missed force play at third, and then a hit, another error, another walk, and it all adds up to five runs in the inning. Here's the pitch. Skips up there, and might have, did that hit him? Hit him in the foot. This could put runners at first and third. are going to have a visit to the mound. And we're going to have a pitching change here. As Hamater is scheduled to hit, he is the, will be the 10th man to bat in the inning. So we'll take a break, tell you who the new pitcher will be when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Murfreesboro, Smyrna. New pitcher for the Raiders is uh, sophomore Daniel Dewey, 6'3", 195, out of Rockvale High School. Dewey making his third appearance. He has made one start. I believe that was last week at Tennessee Tech. Two innings, pitch, two runs, and uh, or two hits. One earned run, four walks, four strikeouts. Dewey went just an inning and a third at uh, Cookville last week. Max Williams is going to be the pitch hitter here for Hamater. Williams, a left-handed batter. Comes in with runners at the corners and two outs in the bottom of the eighth inning. Swing and a miss, strike one. So Dewey becomes the sixth Blue Raider pitcher to be used in this game. Shelton at third, Jarvis at first. Swing and a miss, strike two. Five runs have scored. And there have been, there has been only one hit in the inning. Two arrows, two walks. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on three pitches. And that is all in the bottom of the eighth inning. So Dewey comes in, gets the final out, but not before five runs come in to score on one hit. Single by Seidel was the only hit in that inning. And they leave two men on base. There were two errors, two walks, but just the one base hit. We've completed eight full innings. It is Alabama 10, Middle Tennessee 4 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we go to the ninth inning. Here we see our first left-handed pitcher of the evening. For Alabama, he is Alton Davis. Seven innings, uh, no, seven appearances. So this will be his eighth appearance. A total of nine innings pitched. He's given up 11 hits, six runs earned, five walks, nine strikeouts. Earned on average is six. Yeah, he is a big lefty. Let's see. Davis is 6'5", 185. He's a freshman out of Hueytown, Alabama. He'll face Briggs Rudder to lead off here in the ninth inning. Alabama leading 10 to four. This was a good competitive baseball game for seven innings. Alabama broke it open with five in the bottom of the eighth inning. And only one hit. Briggs Rudder will step in. He's hit a couple of deep fly balls to center field and hits this one up the middle for a base hit. Past the diving Jarvis at shortstop. This is only the second inning in which the Raiders have had a hit. They had six hits in the fourth inning and now one here in the ninth, seven hits in the game. The batter is Galloway. He had one of those hits in the sixth. Takes a cut, comes up empty, strike one. Rudder with a leadoff single, the runner at first. Davis comes set. There's a ball hit in the right center field and it's gonna be caught. Seidel almost overran it. He had to make a leaping catch out there. Moving into right center, that's out number one. The batter will be DJ Wright. DJ's been on base twice with a single and a walk. Raiders have had two free passes in the game. First pitch comes inside to DJ for ball one. One on, one out, top of the ninth. The Raiders down by six. In the dirt, 
Catcher blocks it, then has to chase it. It rolled almost all the way to first base before Gassetti caught up with it. Two balls, no strikes. Check of the runner, pitches hit right back to the mound, throw to second. And they call him out at second, out at first. It's a 1-6-3 double play. That's their third 1-6-3 double play of the game. And D.J. Wright bounces into it to end the game. They get Rudder at second. He's the middle man in there. So that is all in the ninth. No runs, one hit, nobody left. As the final score reads, Alabama 10 and Middle Tennessee 4. Stay with us. Our post-game show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. All right, thank you and welcome back in as the Blue Raiders fall to the Alabama Crimson Tide tonight by a score of 10-4. to We had a competitive ball game for seven innings. Alabama led five to four after seven, but they put together a five-run eighth inning, blew the game open, and and they did it with the benefit of only one base hit in that eighth inning. For the Raiders, uh, three up, three down the first three innings, and it was a scoreless game after three. Then at the top of the fourth, JT Mabry led off with a base hit. Uh, Coker followed with a single and Jeremiah Boyd hit one out of the ballpark to deep left center field for his fifth home run of the season. That made it three to nothing after Briggs Rudder flied out. Then Jackson Galloway singled, DJ Wright followed with a base hit and Gabe Jennings with the sixth hit in the inning drove in Galloway for the fourth run. So the Raiders with a four run, six hit, fourth inning led four to nothing. And then we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Jalen Wirtz staked to a four run lead, got the first batter out, but then gave up four straight singles. Uh, He was pulled from the game as uh, Alabama scored uh, a run and then they added a double on the next batter uh, off Patrick Johnson, and uh, that made it a 4-4 game. And it remained tied until the bottom of the sixth inning. Jack Julian uh, came on to pitch in the sixth. And after getting the first man out, gave up a solo home run to Andrew Pinckney, uh, the next batter singled, but the Raiders uh, defense uh, picked up uh, a good play and they got out of the inning with just that one run, but that was a a home run and made it five to four. And that's the way it stood going into the bottom of the eighth inning. And then it was just a a series of of, uh, bad breaks and some bad play by the Raiders Uh, as they uh, gave up five runs on only one hit in that inning. There were a couple of walks, a couple of errors, uh, a missed uh, force play at third, and things just mounted up and snowballed. Five runs scored in that inning to make the final score 10 to four in favor of Alabama. They improved their record to 20 and six, while Middle Tennessee drops to 11 and 13. 
We'll take our final break. Get back to check the uh, box score for you. Give you all the totals right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And welcome back in for the final time for our postgame show as Alabama wins tonight 10-4 over Middle Tennessee. Ten runs, 13 hits, no errors for Alabama. They leave seven runners for the Blue Raiders. Four runs, seven hits, two errors. The Raiders strand two. The winning pitcher will be Zane Probst, he was the second pitcher used by Alabama. Went two innings, allowed no runs, no hits, a walk and two strikeouts. He gets the win, he's 2-0. Jack Julian takes the loss. He went two innings, gave up three hits, 
two runs, only one of those earned. Uh, walked one, struck out one, and gave up that home run to Pinckney, which broke a 4-4 tie. He will take the loss. He is 0-1 on the season. The Raiders used six pitchers in the game. Jalen Wirtz started, went three and a third, followed by Patrick Johnson, then Julian, Ollie Akins, James Sells, and Daniel Dewey uh, wrapped it up with a strikeout. Alabama starter Jacob McNary went four innings. Probst went two, and then Moza, Quick, and Davis with an inning each. For the Raiders, no player in the lineup with more than one hit. The big blow, a three-run home run by Jeremiah Boyd in that fourth inning. And for Alabama, they had uh, Pickney and Seidel each with three hits. Ed Johnson and Jarvis each had two hits as they picked up 13 hits in the ball game. And uh, one home run, and that was the actually the game-winning hit by Pinckney, which came in the sixth inning. The time of the game, two hours and 20 minutes, and the attendance tonight, outstanding, 6,479 here at the AA Park in Madison, Alabama. It's going to wrap it up. Thank you all for listening, and hope you'll turn out uh, on Friday night to welcome the Raiders back home as they will take on Florida International in a 6 o'clock game. Uh, John Callow and I will be on the air at 545. Jackson Smith has been our studio producer tonight. And for all of uh, us here, we'd like to thank the folks uh, here in Huntsville for setting us up with a nice spot to call the game. This is Dick Palmer. We'll see you with more Blue Raider baseball on Friday on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.